Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not a perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. I have a really great interview to share with you today, but first, let me say Merry Christmas to you and to your family. I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. I hope that you get lots of cool stuff, but I hope you have the opportunity to give even more away, and hopefully you will remember the reason for the season and take some time to thank God, not only for what He did, but for what He presently and continually does for you and for me and for everyone else. So again, Merry Christmas, but today the interview that I'm sharing with you is with Kyle Carnahan. He's the founder of Superhuman Fathers, and he coaches men to be better versions of themselves, ultimately helping them to become better husbands, better fathers, and better businessmen. So check out this interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Hey, Kyle, thanks for being with me, man. How you doing? Today, we are crushing life. Awesome. Before we jump into everything that you're doing, let me ask you just some basic questions that should be pretty easy to answer. Uh, how long have you been married? How many kids you have? All that fun stuff. We just hit 20 years this month. Wow. The, the, Congratulations. The battle continues, but we made it to yeah. 20. Um, yeah, we and, and this year, we, we definitely are the closest we've ever been, which is rad because uh that's not always the case you know (laughs) yeah that's awesome um sometimes you grow apart over the decades but we fought our way through and grew together um i have five kids uh wow eight ranging from 16 to two awesome and four boys were the first four and then we had this accident we were not happy about this accident um we call it an accident, but I mean, yeah. we, we all know what's really going on there. Yeah. You and, know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been around and, uh, and we got our little girl and, uh, um, awesome. and when I saw her little face, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Kyle, I'm happy that you're with me today because I love what you're doing. You're passionate. You care about men and you care about families and you are genuinely working to help men so that they can better their families. And I love that. So you've started something called Superhuman Fathers. Just tell us a little bit about what that is. Uh, you know, what's funny is I'm still figuring that out, <laughs> which is great because we're almost up to 400 guys. And I'm still wow. like learning about what this is that we built because it came it came about so organically and naturally without a plan um that i'm finding new pieces to it and and initially it was the the physical transformations of our guys are world class and our guys are all in their 40s and 50s they all have kids they all have jobs and businesses and yet we show them that through just minimal life changes and structure that they can have these elite physiques that they can live with forever. Hmm. And that's what it started with. But you get men together. What are we talking about? We're talking about our kids. We're talking about our families. We're talking about our marriages. We're talking about our spirituality. We're talking about our businesses. And so it starts to turn into these round tables where we meet and talk about these things. And we take the discipline foundation that we learn from getting these elite physiques when they start to bleed over into our families. We start to realize the same discipline that I'm using not to stick that donut in my mouth is the same way I control the same mouth 
when I'm frustrated at my wife or when I need to put an extra hour in on some tedious work in my business that I don't want to do. Well, I didn't want to go to the gym either, but I did. And I set myself up in the morning so that the rest of these battles just follow suit. And so mm. when, when you asked me how I'm doing and I said, I'm crushing the day today, I'm not just saying that we're doing it and we're doing it every minute of every day. And that is the new standard, the new expectation for our men. So that's, that's awesome. a little bit about superhuman fathers. <laughs> we are a men's yeah. group. We are a brotherhood that hold each other to high accountability, to being our best selves for our wives, for our children, for the world. Gotcha. That's awesome. And so I, I was going to ask you what the goal is with that, but I mean, I guess what it is kind of is the goal itself. Yeah, I think the goal here and what I'm really getting down to with this stuff is that this is all about discipline. All of it. Now, you got to throw some intent in there, right? You got to find out who you are, what you want, and what you what you live by, you know? the code, yeah. the rules that you live by, and then you inject discipline into that. And if that is a righteous endeavor, you're going to become a very, very great man, especially when you split it up into the things that actually mean something to us as men. People say, I don't know my purpose, Kyle. I'm like, I do. You want to feel fit, healthy. You want to look good. You want to feel good, right? Yeah. Okay. You want to epic family relationships. You want to have amazing connection with your wife and your kids. You want to lead your kids by example. You want them to admire you and be inspired by you. And you want to grow your business, your kingdom. You want to grow financially and flourish. And you want to have impact in this world. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds good. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. Here's your purpose. Go get yeah. it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so you're helping, I didn't realize you had around 400 guys. That's incredible. So you're helping these guys do this and accomplish these goals. Were you always this way or why did, why did you start superhuman fathers? I've always had a propensity towards other people like that. Maybe I was born with, maybe I got it from my mom. She's very much like that. Um, when you do get into something like fitness and you see it, help you so much you you kind of can't help but want to share it right because it becomes a passion it 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 really changed my own personal life so i started to share it and what am i surrounded by i'm in the firehouse i'm surrounded by other men that are struggling with the same thing i am and so i start sharing what i learned about body composition change and we all struggle with it if you're a human and you're a man even a and a woman whatever but I work with men, all men struggle with this. Even if you have it dialed, you're struggling to hold it. And so it's just this universal problem. And as I saw people flourish in losing fat and building muscle, I would watch how their lives bloomed in other aspects, how this discipline that they learned, they realized, oh, if I can do this from just showing up every day, and having a plan and sticking to it, well, then I can do the same thing in every other aspect of my life. And it sounds so simple, but then why don't we all do it? That's, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to what foundation 
is your discipline upon. If it's motivation, you're screwed. If it's how you feel, it's never going to work. You'll never get consistent enough to have results. So what's that motivation need to be for us? A mix between um, like surface reasons, spirituality, and philosophy. Hmm. And I've realized when my alarm goes off in the morning and I start negotiating with myself, all of these thoughts go through my head. And one is, what am I, what, what is my vision? What am I doing this for? These are the obvious ones. I want to be a better example from my kids. I want to lead by example. I want to have, I want to deliver my wife a better version of me that she can look at and touch and love. And I want to take my shirt off at the pool without being embarrassed. Like these are all surface level things that are very important to kind of lock down so that we have a reason to do things. But the first thing that comes to my mind when I want to slip is that I have felt over and over again when I am not at my best, meaning I'm not following through, I literally lose power in my voice. I literally, my shoulders droop, my head drops, my confidence wanes, and I am a less effective leader. Mm. And as a father, we have to lead. Yeah. So that's one side of that. The other side is my kids are watching me. And so they're waiting for me to slip and slip big so that they don't have to listen to me anymore. So that they can throw out all these things I tell them to do and that they should do. But if I can plug all those holes and be an admired example to them, I always use Braveheart as the example. Like every kid watches Braveheart and they're like, I respect that guy. Sure. I love that guy. I want to be like that guy. Well, why? Yeah. That guy always shows up. He's steady. Like that's who we respect as men. And that goes to my third point is if I don't get up, if I don't go to the gym, if I don't eat right, I will not respect myself. I have to, if I respect men like Braveheart, <laughs> pick the person you respect, find out why, become that man. Take on those attributes and realize if you don't, you will lose respect for yourself. So you're literally every small decision you make are putting power into your soul by earning your own respect. And what happens mm. when you earn your own respect? You fall in love with yourself. You love the man in the mirror. You love yourself. A man that doesn't love himself is going to have a real hard time loving anybody else. Oh, and sure. So, this is why it's so important. A lot of guys will go and give everything to their family or they say they are when actually they're actually taking the easy path and making excuses and using them as a scapegoat to not take care of themselves. They're like, oh, I just give it all to them. When they could have just took care of it in the dark, their self-development and their fitness, and then built this man that can actually lead and inspire. So we, we don't believe in obsessing over fitness we take care of that early so that we don't steal from our business or our families. Hmm. We prepare ourselves in the morning for the war that's to come. And that war that's to come is between two things. If you do this very simply, your nutrition and your emotional responses, a man that dials those things in, he's going to do just fine. And, and nutrition literally is that important. I mean, I have, 
I have a whole bunch of other points on, on, uh, on discipline, um, that go through my head. I could probably give a discourse for a couple yeah, hours. I, well, I mean, I, I've, I've talked about it before with others and I know, and you know, honest confession, I'm not deaf. I'm not as disciplined as I know I need to be, but I, I know I've, I've seen and experienced the change that it can make in myself to some extent in the lives of other people. And I, when you were talking about, you know, it's these little decisions that you make moment to moment. I immediately thought of what the Bible has to say about that. It talks about how the, it's the small Fox that's, mm -hmm. that spoils the vine. It's just, it's just a little bit. It just, it just takes a little bit and then it messes the whole thing up. And you know, that, that message, that theme is echoed in other places. Uh, and so it's, it's important for us to make these little decisions because these little decisions end up having a big impact. Like you talked about respect and kids watching you. Kids are always, always watching. Even if you talk to them and you feel like they're not listening to you two days from now, they're going to bring up some point that you mentioned. You're thinking these kids weren't even paying attention. Well, clearly they were. So it's super important to be mindful of these little decisions. And, and I, lo I love your approach that, you're not obsessing over fitness. You're not obsessing over, you know, we got to go to the gym and we got to stay fit. And this is all we ever do, but you're saying, you know, let's, let's get up and get started so that then we're prepared to be the men that we need to be in the home. Yeah. And, and the then business. you check the boxes I, that's taken care of. I don't have to think about, man, I still got to get this done. And, and then you're like, Hey babe, is it cool if I go to the gym while you cook dinner and take care of the kids? Yeah. While? And I just got off work and I'm now I'm farther away from my family. And I mean, it's just, yeah. We have to be there. We got to do everything. We're fathers. We have, we have to do everything. People are like, man, I can't do everything. Yes, you can. It's all a yeah. matter of your level of stress management and your willingness to suffer. That's it. Mm. Mm. You can suffer being tired and you can suffer being hungry and you can suffer being patient. You will be an epic father. Yeah. And that I is imagine. a practice skill. Sure. Over time, does it get easier? It shouldn't because what happens is, is if your level of living becomes easy, then you're already getting weaker. Hmm. And so you're slipping. So you have to always be pushing yourself and strengthening yourself. Just like if you're in the squat rack at the gym, like if, if all of a sudden I just keep doing the same thing and it gets easy, I'm not having any more growth. I'm not pushing myself. I'm mentally getting weaker, you know? I'm maintaining my muscle. Okay. But it's easy for me. I'm not getting the benefits of that workout really. Like what are the benefits physically? Yes. Health. Yes. But here and here heart, being able to push yourself when it hurts so bad that it burns and you know, you got more reps in the tank, but you just don't want to do it, but you're able to make yourself do it for your self betterment connected to your ability to inspire others. And you know, you speak of God, if you are able to connect the small decisions directly with the gift of power that God will give you to lead you and answer your questions and guide you in your life, now you've added some real weight to your decisions. And I truly believe this, that like there is a direct connection to your following your own conscience and the level of spiritual power that you hold. Meaning I might have the words to inspire someone today, but because I've been weak, 
I didn't have those words. I'm not connected. I'm not tapped in. Well, again, if you believe these things, you will get up when that alarm goes off. You will do what you must. You will treat your family right because it's tied to great, heavy things. Yeah. Tie yeah. your goals to heavy spiritual things and you will not falter. Yeah. You've definitely got to have those values. You've got to have that why. And I love that you do that. I love that it's not just, hey, man, you're 40, 50 years old. Let's get you a six pack. Like that's that's not what you're about. Yeah, you might no. get there, but but you have you have purpose in in what you're trying to do. Let me let me let me shift a little bit here and let's let's talk about how this can be relatable to to men. And I'm sure they've already pieced some of it together, but you deal primarily with men who are 40 to 50, so middle-aged guys. Yeah. What are what are some of the primary struggles that you see this age group dealing with when they come to you nutrition anger discipline mm. and the discipline is the answer to the other two well they'll always say i don't feel motivated because what happens when you're when you're in a slump you're less likely to move and act and follow through and so when you don't act and follow through you get stuck in the slump and you rot. And all you had to do was just keep momentum and keep that boulder rolling. But now the boulder has sunk in the mud. It's covered in moss and your feet are slipping and you're trying to get this thing rolling. So now you got to put 10 times the effort in to just get the thing momentum again. Hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see the discipline point, which I never really even pieced together until you mentioned it how discipline can be the remedy for anger specifically men typically are angry because they don't have control of something. Yeah. When something feels out of control, their response is, is typically anger, but with discipline, you're putting everything in order. You're putting everything with purpose. You're putting yes. everything with a plan yes. and you eliminate that. And what is discipline having you do doing things that are hard. And when you do yeah. things that are hard, those hard things become easy for you, which means you're raising your ability to handle stress. And so if we raise our level of stress management, now where our stress naturally sits, where our management of that is so far above that it's not affecting us in such a dangerous and destructive way as it was before. So you take these guys who come to you and you identify these issues. I mean, you probably don't even have to identify them anymore. You just know if they're coming to you, like these are the three things that they're dealing with. Yeah. And then you take them on this path of, getting them disciplined and getting them routined and giving them purpose and everything that they do with their plans. And then the rest of this just kind of naturally takes place. Yeah. And then we build non-negotiables in those other areas, but there has to be a foundation. And we found that yeah. that foundation is very powerful when it's based on wake up times, fitness, nutrition, that's your wow. foundation. You dial those in, that's your foundation to build now new non-negotiables in your business, in your family, in your spirituality, because you built a base of discipline for the physical body that actually does the work and the physical yeah. body affects the mind, affects the spirit. It's all connected. Then you start to actually feel good about yourself, be proud of yourself. And so you're less likely to lash out. You're more likely to have control. And when chaos comes, well, who's going to, who's going to lead, who's going to stand up and handle business. 
the man that's been training and suffering yeah. and building his mindset, right? And being able to step outside himself and look at what's really going on here and be calm, not panic. And there's another thing that, that you do, it, you've kind of alluded to it, you haven't said it yet, but I think it's a, a huge key in what you're doing. And that is you have community. You mentioned brotherhood yeah. with what you're doing, yeah. but you, you know, you're, you're not just, you're not just giving some guy a plan and then just backing out. Yeah. You're, you're inviting them into you know, a brotherhood, uh, a, into a community. And what role do you think that plays with the individual path of discipline, having that community? Well, I mean, we have one, we have these destructive forces in us that have to get out, like the stress that builds up. And so being able to talk with other men about your problems and your struggles, instead of laying those at the feet of your wife, having her carry that burden. I mean, that's a lot of that's ours. Like we don't, we don't need to give that to them, you know? And so having a community and a brotherhood is a place to be able to release that. Mm. Uh, there's also high accountability because we're competitive in nature. Right. And then on the yeah. other side, our culture is a culture of service. And so we believe that by us following through and getting results, we will carry many with us. Yeah. Many that are in the brotherhood and many are that are out of the brotherhood and haven't that don't even know that we're watching. That could be family. That could be friends. That could be someone. We see it all the time. Somebody from uh, someone's fifth grade class. You know, the guy's 45 years old, goes through a massive life transformation. Somebody's following him on Facebook. They hit us up. Like, I went to fifth grade with John. I saw his transformation. Like, I need help. And so wow. every decision we make, those small decisions, we believe that we're affecting other people in the long oh, sure. run. Right? And then on the other hand, what are we doing if we don't follow through? If we don't have our transformation, those hundreds of people that we would inspire – we just spit in their face. Now nah, you're not important to me. What are we doing here? We're adding weight to the decisions. See, now we're adding even yeah. more weight. Now you have hundreds of people counting on you. Yeah. These are yeah. all the things that will play a part in the negotiations of your decisions. Yeah. Well, I imagine that you would have guys come to you, you know, struggling, you know, with nutrition even even that alone, that's that's a that's a big point for a lot of people struggling with their nutrition. They come to you, and as they go down this pathway of being disciplined, and they start to see the results, being a part of that community, I almost feel like it would give them this acceptance. You know, it's it's not just that you know they like what they see in the mirror, but there's a bunch of other guys saying, "Dude, you're doing this." Dude, and that as as they become a part of that, then you know they lead kind of like what you're saying. Yes, transition so huge. Them. So in, in one sense, like nobody cares. Like in reality, nobody cares if you get jacked. Like it's cool. Sure. It's a nice <laughs> gift to your wife, right? It's like, like you don't have to get your wife flowers either. You don't have to take her on Friday night dates. You don't have to get abs for your wife, but it's a nice gesture. It's like, hey, I'm gonna yeah. give you my best self, right? Right. Like nobody really cares, but in this group, bro, we care. Like when someone shows that picture where their abs are finally popping, they got a vein coming down their shoulder. We're like, look at this guy, you know? And it's like, we actually care. We want to see it. All of us, right? Because we are a tribe. 
we are superhuman fathers. We represent what most men are unwilling to do. We are different and we're crushing life together. And so everyone's win is a win for all of us. And when you have that collective, powerful yeah. reason for living, it just gives us another reason. This is why my transformations are so amazing. This is why we keep pumping them out over and over again, because we develop this level of mindset to where we just don't miss. We just yeah. don't miss. Like I'm, I'm up, I'm up in the dark every day. The only times I've missed in the last years was when I was so exhausted. My alarm's just going off and I wake up at like 5 a.m. And I'm like, and people are probably listening. It's like 5 a.m. That's early. I'm like, if I get up at 5 a.m., I'm like, my day's screwed. And <laughs> like, it's just, you know, and I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm just saying like, I've slowly progressively um, increased my time and yeah. compressed my time. Like I say, Hey, you don't have time to do that. Well, just increase your time, meaning sleep less and then compress your time by just getting better at utilizing your time. You know? Yeah. It sounds like it's a little bit of an art too. It is very that, much that... an art because you're balancing the physical being and yeah. you know, when you're sleeping less, everything's harder. When you're hungry, everything's harder, which is why you raise this ability to handle more suffering and then, becomes not so much hard anymore mm. you know um there there was a time when i would uh i remember a couple years back i was at one of my kids football games it was probably like 7 p.m and i was so broke off i was like yeah i don't i don't know if i can live like this anymore i was like this probably isn't a good idea like it's just i'm like i don't know but but i was just so into the this this extra time that I had in the morning because it was my time and I could sure. work on myself and I just kept going and I just broke through the crust and a couple of years later you know I'm at another football game with my kids at seven and I'm like huh I sleep less now and I actually feel great right now I'm like <laughs> so you just adapt yeah you just adapt but most guys are like oh man I feel sick this isn't good so they just they just give up but just it's it's progressive overload it's the same idea. You know, and I end up sleeping like a rock the time that I do sleep. There ain't no insomnia. There, there's no tossing and turning. I have no problem sleeping. As soon as my head yeah. hits the pillow, I am out and that alarm goes off. It's like, I don't even remember what happened. So you hold back sleep just a little bit, you're going to sleep better. Hmm. And I believe that your sleep is actually going to be more effective a lot of the times than if you sleep too much and now you're tossing and turning and you can't sleep. Yeah, well, I can definitely testify to the sleeping too much part because I've definitely did. I don't do it. I don't do it anymore. But I did way too much of that, and you feel like crap when you sleep too much. Uh, you're dude, slow. Totally. You're. It's just everything. You just feel like you're, you know, kind of walking through sludge all the time. Yeah, I. Agree. It's not good. No. <laughs> all right. So you've talked about these transformations that you focus on. You know, you're, you're. You're helping these guys physically get jacked, but there's a bigger purpose, you know, at, at play with what you're doing. So with these transformations, what have you seen either in your own life or in the lives of the other guys that you're working with? How, what, how have you seen these transformations then go and benefit the families? Dude, it's the presence. It's the presence of the man. So like when, when this guy wakes up in the morning, and he looks in the mirror and sees this warrior beast that he knows he truly is. 
and it matches. So now he's like, yeah, that's me. Right. Yeah. And then his life is in alignment with his conscience. So now his actions are completely in alignment. So now you're like, we just feel everything's going in the right direction. There's progress everywhere. So when that man comes home, now one of his great focuses is his family and the way he shows up. So regardless of how he's feeling at that moment, which is going to be better than it would have been if he didn't have his, his fitness and his physique in order, he's going to walk in the door and go pick up his wife, give her a big hug, kiss, tell her he loves her. He's going to go see, play with his kids. He's going to, he's going to push through whatever hardship or how tired he is to make sure they're getting the father that they need. One, because he feels great about himself and loves himself. And two, he's learned the discipline and the ability to push through even reading a book to his kids when he doesn't want to because he learned it pushing the weight around. I saw you posted, I think it was a reel on Instagram, and it was you and your wife. And I think you were still at the gym, but the video, you either prompted her or maybe she was leading it, but she said something to the effect of, you know, she's never felt more loved by you in all your years of marriage, yeah. you know, going through your transformations. So, and I, like you mentioned at the very beginning, you know, you've been married for 20 years this month yeah. and you know, your relationship is stronger now than it was 20 years ago, which sadly enough is not always the case in the yeah. world that we live in today. Yeah. And so your discipline is a big reason for that. Yeah. We do the most. We need the least. That's our mantra. We do the most. Mm. We need the least. When I look at my wife, I'm here for you. I need nothing from you. And what happens when you treat your wife like that for so many years, they start to return the favor. And now you have, this is what you call a power couple. This is what happens when your wife says to you, I'm here to serve you. I need nothing from you. And you say that back to her and you truly believe that and you live that way. Watch what happens yeah. to your marriage. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You and I'm still learning. I'm you. getting better. Like there, there's things I need to work on. Like, like I need to be better at like flowers guy, um, like planning dates guy. Like these yeah. are the things now that are like on kind of on my soul where I'm falling short. Like that's the side I need to work on. Our relationship was tight. We're really good friends. We go to the gym every day together. Like we fight life together but there's a certain level of appreciation that I need to show. Whereas for a long time, it was like, like, she doesn't need that. Like we're, we're in this together. And so sometimes when I'm here for you, I don't need anything from you. Your weaknesses can take advantage of the other person. So she's yeah. like, for her, she's like, I don't need that. And she doesn't, she doesn't. But why wouldn't I change my habits and structure my life in such a way that I can give her something special, a sure. better version of me. And so I think yeah. the answer is here, your body is, and your physical being is never good enough. And people are like, well, that's not healthy. It is healthy because you're so proud and happy where you're at, but you realize you have so much potential. Your marriage is never good enough. Your, your ability to be a leader in your home is never good enough. And whatever you do for a job or business, it's never good enough. Put it, put it low on the scale from a one to a hundred, put it at a two. So if you're yeah. happy in your life, call it a two. How exciting is that, man? Like yeah. 
how exciting is that to know like we can still go to 100 here yeah and that way we're That's always awesome making progress yeah I say this at the beginning of every podcast in regards to fatherhood, and I definitely relate it to myself as a husband, but I always say that I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. And that's always the goal. It's the same way for me as a husband. I know good and well, my wife will tell you good and well that I'm not the perfect husband, but every day I am trying to be better. There's a constant growth because perfection is, is, is off the table. We're never going to reach that mark but we do always have the capacity to get closer to it. Yeah. And how boring and, would perfect be like, that's boring. Like, yeah, we're men. We want to yeah, battle the you, fight. We want challenge. <laughs> we want growth. Yeah. We reached the pinnacle. Now what? It's like, yeah, now, now I get depressed because I got nowhere to go. Right. So let me ask you this. You deal with hundreds of men to the dad or the man, the husband who's listening right now, they're middle-aged. They, they, they fit the group that, that you typically work with. Maybe they feel stuck in life. They feel unfulfilled. What message do you have for them? You're not broken. All your struggles, your struggles with nutrition, your struggles with anger, your divorces that you've had, the times when you hurt, hurt your children either on purpose or on accident. Like this is the struggle. We all deal with this. You are normal. So now we have to become rare. And how do you become rare? <laughs> we got to become hard. And when I mean hard, I don't mean hard hearted. I mean, you got a, so a, a heart that's soft as mush, but you become a hard, hard man, meaning you got to learn how to suffer, my friend. You got to stop chasing pleasure. You got to stop seeking for Fridays, seeking for vacation, seeking for the moment when you can finally sit down and have me time. You don't get me time anymore. And it's not really what you want. You think you do. It's not. What you want is connection and impact and fulfillment and to feel powerful and unstoppable and to have a vision and a purpose for your life and a plan that you can follow and believe in. Now, let me ask you this question. So, your clientele is typically 40 to 50 in that range. You're 42 yourself. Yeah. Young 42. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I know you've got a lot more experience than I do. You've got a couple more kids than I have. So with all of that life experience, with all that experience as a husband and as a father, as a man who's been in that place where you felt stuck, and then you've tackled the road of discipline and you're in this constant pursuit. You're 42, you're at that middle age point and you deal with a lot of people like yourself. But for the young guys, I'm going to throw myself in there, 32. I'm going to throw myself in that category. Yeah. But what I really mean is the younger guys, like yeah. 23 years old is when I got married. Yep. So what do you say to those young guys? There's 20, they're 23, they've got you know, 20 extra years of life ahead of them compared to the middle-aged guy that you're working with. They're at an incredible place, in my opinion, to start early, but they might not see the opportunity in front of them because of, because of the age. What, what, what do you encourage them to do? What, what, what advice would you give to the young husband, the young father? 
the sooner you can go all in on your body, your family, and your business. All in. Meaning delete all the pleasure chasing, all the Netflix, all the wasted time, all the video games, and only focus on the things that matter. You will have an epic, fulfilled life. Otherwise, you're going to be 45, and you're going to be calling me wondering why your life is in shambles. You know, and I could say this all day to 23-year-olds, and yeah. very few will listen to this because they just it won't compute until they've been through some hell. <laughs> right. And they've made a lot of bad decisions and realized the happiness they were chasing was a dead end. Yeah. So to all the young dads who are listening, I know a lot of people like to say that experience is the greatest teacher, but I heard it said once that other people's experience <laughs> is the greatest teacher. If you can learn from someone else's mistakes and not have to make those yourself and you can just trust in the fact that what Kyle's saying with all the heartache that you're going to endure if you just continue down this path of you're being lackadaisical and you really like to just Netflix and sleep and play video games and do things that really don't amount to any profitability or good in life, then you're going to find yourself 20 years down the road wondering what happened to my life these last 20 years. So the sooner you can pick this stuff up, the better. Yeah. And, and it's normal to not figure, start figuring this out till you're in your forties. Like that's actually sure. your, the average age guys start figuring it out. So yeah. you get a jump on that. You can get a jump on having just an absolute fulfilled and amazing life without having yeah. to hit all these landmines. Well, I know that with, uh, with the midlife crisis that men typically hit and generally what kind of helps bring that on that midlife crisis is a man gets to the place in life where they realize that, you know, the career that I'm in now is, yeah. is where I'm going to be, or there's probably not a good chance that I'll end up being what I always wanted to be in the back of my mind. Yeah. But I, I did an interview with a, a doctor. He's a PhD in family studies and he brought up, I think it was Eric Erickson who talked about the midlife crisis, but he said, we always make the mistake in how we identify that because Erickson's language of crisis is not like a bad problem. He uses that language to speak of an opportunity. That's cool. So you have, you have a midlife opportunity. If you're listening to yeah. this and everything is kind of down the dumps for you, you're not at a midlife crisis. You're at a midlife opportunity yep. and you can either pick yourself up, do hard things, get disciplined, you know, whether you do it, I don't know that you can necessarily do it on your own. I feel like if you were going to do it on your own, you probably would have done it a long time ago. <laughs> so it's probably a really wise idea to get involved with either a local group or a group like Superhuman Fathers. I couldn't do it by myself. I didn't do this alone. I've been involved in with coaches and education and self-development. And like, there's no way I could have done this on my own. I've did, yeah. I, 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 in the last 18 months, I spent a quarter million on my own self-development. Yeah. Like why? Why? Because I lead men, I lead a family and as they rise, if I want to lead, so must I. Yeah. And so and yeah. my best investment that I can ever do is in myself always yeah. better than the stock market, better than real estate, better than any of it is investing in me, my skill sets, my oh, sure. abilities, my ability to lead my my ability to be patient my ability to communicate my ability to sell like 
the source. Mm. So Kyle, let everyone know how they can learn more about you, how they can learn more about superhuman fathers. If someone's listening to this, they're like, this is my wake up call. How do, how do they get in contact with what you're doing? Be a part of superhuman. Fathers? Yeah. You got to follow my Instagram. I, I post every day and it'll be posted usually before 4 a.m. And I never miss ever. And, uh, um, within that Instagram, just go through and, and read. Uh, I've got years of writings in there and philosophy and things that I've learned. Um, you can also go to superhumanfathers.com. You can book an appointment with my man, the ox. He's, uh, he, he lost over a hundred pounds with us and completely changed wow. his life, saved his marriage. The guy's on fire and that guy will uh, answer your questions and, uh, kick you over to me. If, uh, if you see fit, like you want to move forward. Awesome. Well, man, I have appreciated your time and everything that you have shared. And I know you've inspired somebody. I know somebody's listening to this and they're feeling inspired and they're, they're ready to go. Is there anything else that's been on your heart that you'd like to share before we sign off? No, I just, everybody's listening. I love you guys. I love you so much. You're, you're, you're always on my mind, in my heart. And this is my my purpose, my reason for living is to bring you out of that darkness. Mm-hmm. And uh and I will never stop. I love that. I, I, I said it I said it at the beginning and I'll say it again. You're you're genuinely passionate about this. Like this isn't just oh, I thought of this would be a cool idea. Like you you lived it, you overcame, and then you saw the need to help other men. And, you know, as you say that you love other people and you're here to to help them get out of the darkness and to help bring them out. I know you mean it. And I appreciate that. Appreciate what you're doing. Appreciate superhuman fathers. And I really appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks for investing in some men today. Yeah. Thanks for making me cry. Appreciate that. There you go. (laughs) Now you got man tears. Well, as you can see, Kyle really is a genuine man with a sincere desire to help men be better, to be better husbands, to be better fathers, to be better in business, and to be more successful in life. He tackles this by addressing discipline. When you wake up, your nutrition and your fitness, and then having that developed discipline bleed over into other areas of your life. There's one thing that I would like to say about Kyle based on the conversations that we had outside of the podcast. I was just so impressed with him because he's not looking to monopolize an industry. He understands that there are men out there who will resonate with superhuman fathers, but he also understands that other men will be better served by other efforts like fathering our future, and he wants all of us to succeed. He offered such gracious assistance to me and showed such kindness, and I am really looking forward to the relationship and the friendship that he and I are establishing. But if Kyle's words fired you up, if you listen to this interview, you are encouraged and you are motivated, don't wait. You're looking at the new year. You've got resolutions. You want to improve your fitness. You want to improve your health. You want to be a better version of yourself. You want to improve. If you think Kyle can help you do that, go check him out on Instagram. His handle is Superhuman Fathers, or you can go to the website, superhumanfathers.com. Don't hesitate. If you can develop discipline and he can help you do it, and that's going to help you be a better version of yourself, being a better husband, a better father, 
the husband that your wife needs, the father that your children need, then don't wait. Go check out superhumanfathers.com and do it today. Thank you so much for being with me. And again, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. And I hope you'll join me next time.